Hi, I'm Billy Gwaltney, and this is the CYA Podcast. This show is for the physician who understands the importance of protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve. Each week, I'll bring you tips and advice to help you cut through the clutter and misinformation and show you exactly what you need to preserve your income and way of life. If you're ready to achieve the peace of mind that only financial security can bring, let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of the Cover Your Assets podcast. Uh, This is Billy Gwaltney, and I'm uh, very happy to be with you as your host today. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, what factors determine the cost of my disability policy? This is important to know. I spend a lot of time covering this, and there are five things that we're going to go through uh, relatively quickly to help you have some ideas uh, of what uh, impacts your rate. And this, again, we're speaking about the the true specialty own occupation disability policies. There are only four companies currently that our clients choose from. They're the only four you'd want to have. There are other podcasts where I'll talk about who those four are. But right now, we're just reminding you that I'm talking about just these specific policies, how they determine the rate. The first thing that impacts your rate is your age. Obviously, the younger you are, the less expensive the coverage is. uh, So that is a factor that goes in. Each year you're older when you, if you wait to, to purchase coverage, you can expect about a 5% increase in the cost across the board. So whatever you buy at age 30, for example, you're going to pay for the amount that you buy at age 30, you're going to pay that age 30 rate forever. If it's structured properly, that rate will never increase. If you waited a year and bought it, the same coverage at age 31, assuming the same discounts, the same rates, the same structure, the same definitions, same company, you would expect to pay about 5% more for the life of the policy. And if you're 32, it would be 10% more than the age 30 rate. So it goes up somewhere in that ballpark. The older you get, sometimes the larger the steps are. The other thing that factors into your rate is tobacco use. If you're a smoker or a non-smoker, currently uh, marijuana for a client, if it's legal in the state and someone uses that, then that would be kind of moved over to the tobacco rate. That's currently how the the top companies are dealing with that. That could change over time, okay? But tobacco use does impact the rate by about 25%, depending on the company. So obviously, most of our clients are non-tobacco, so that that rarely comes up as an issue. The next thing that impacts your rate is your specialty or your subspecialty. Each company has occupation classifications that they assign different uh, medical specialties to. Okay. And for the most part, they're similar across the board. So if you're in a surgical occupation or if you're an anesthesiologist, those are going to be in certain surgical categories. Emergency medicine would be in a same similar category. The uh, other specialties kind of on the maybe uh, the other end in terms of non-invasive pediatricians, hospitalists, internists, family physicians, those types are going to be in an, another kind of generally the same category, um, it would usually be a better rate. But the the rate that you pay is impacted by your specialty at the time you buy the policy. Okay, and that governs the rate you pay for the life of the policy, even if your specialty later changes. Okay, this becomes important if someone is currently doing an internal medicine residency and they're going to go, they're planning to go do a cardiology fellowship, for example. The rate, as if they buy as an internal medicine resident, their rate would be lower than if they bought the same exact policy as a cardiologist. 
And so once you buy it as an internal medicine resident, you're going to pay that lower internal medicine rate forever. Even though when you move to become a cardiologist, the coverage and the definitions automatically move with you to cover that new specialty. So that's an important thing to consider if, if you're in that category. But your specialty does impact the rate. Sometimes that can be a reason why one company will stand out and be at least noticeably less expensive or more expensive than another company. And it's is how they classify your specialty. There are certain specialties where it, some companies are on one end where they're in their most expensive category. And on the with another company, they may be in their best category or occupation class. One like ophthalmology is an example, dermatology is an example, where different companies view that risk differently. So it has nothing to do with what they're going to pay out at the time of claim. It has everything to do with what rate you pay based on how the actuaries at that company assess the risk of your specialty. Okay. Nothing personal. It's just how different actuaries see things differently. And that impacts the rate. The next thing that impacts the rate is your gender. Males for disability insurance are, are less expensive than females. Females have higher disability rates because females, statistically speaking, have a higher likelihood of being disabled and a higher chance of that disability lasting longer. And so as a result, the disability rates are higher. Now, keep in mind, life insurance is the exact opposite, Okay. Males typically die sooner. Uh, females, my wife's going to outlive me by a long shot. So her life insurance rate is a significantly lower than mine, even though we're the same age. And so uh, keep that in mind that in the long run, as you buy your disability insurance and your life insurance, it'll tend to come out in the wash. But yes, as you're a trainee looking at disability coverage, a female will generally pay more. There are gender neutral rates available at times, uh, as of the time of this specialty, those are on the way out. They're much more difficult to get. The top four companies that we broker currently do not offer gender neutral rates. I would not encourage someone to cut corners in their definitions to save, you know, $30 a month or whatever. Although I know I recognize that's a lot of money when someone's in training, but that would be something you would just need to check. Uh, at the time you're looking to purchase, whether or not they're gender neutral rates. If you're working with a good broker that works with the top companies, then then they'll be able to steer you in the right direction. I certainly help clients do that all the time. We'd be happy to answer questions about that. The next factor that impacts the rate is your state, uh, the state that you live in when you buy the policy originally. Now, your coverage goes with you throughout your career, which is what you want. And again, we're talking about private specialty own occupation disability coverage with the top companies. It moves with you uh, throughout your career, wherever in the world you move, the policy is going to go with you as long as you pay that premium. But the rate that you pay is, is governed by the state you live in when you buy it. And there are certain states that are more expensive. California is the most expensive by a pretty wide margin. Florida is more expensive. Most other states are in the same ballpark, but the rate that you pay will be, will be governed by that the state you are when you buy it in. What's also important is that if your policy has a future insurability option on it, when you go to increase coverage, that state that you originally bought the policy in will be the rate that you pay for that additional coverage, even if you've moved to a different state. That's important if you're in a state like Chicago or Illinois, you're, say you're in Chicago and you move to California, then you'll pay the Illinois rate, not only on the initial amount you purchase in training, but once you move to California and you increase coverage, you'll still pay the Illinois rate on that increase. 
Exceptions to this would be what's called a benefit update rider, benefit increase rider, or benefit purchase rider that companies offer, depending on which company you have. They call it different things. It's where you increase every three years as your income goes up. When those increases occur, they will be based on the state you live in at the time you do the increase. So just keep that in mind, but that does impact the rate. The next uh, and last key element to uh, what impacts your rate are discounts. If you're in training, the discounts are the largest for trainees than there are for any group. When you have those trainee, the trainee discounts, which are reserved for residents, fellows, and new attendings within the first three to six months after they graduate, uh, different companies have different uh, new attending uh, grace periods they give. It's either 90 days or 180 days. You can lock in the trainee discount and you keep that forever. That's important. A trainee discount will be kept, will be uh, on the policy for the life of the policy. That's the incentive that insurance companies give to purchase as a trainee instead of waiting to an attending. Uh, there are certain attending discounts you can get uh, if you, for whatever reason, are, are looking at this and considering this as an attending. It just depends on the situation. Usually those discounts are, are not quite as robust as the trainee discounts, although there are exceptions. A good broker would be able to help you find those discounts. We, we scour the landscape to get those discounts whenever we do work with attendings. And so we'd be happy to help you with that. hope this has been helpful. Again, these factors would all work together to determine the rate. Make sure you're working with a specialist that can help you navigate what those differences are uh, and what the pluses or minuses are with different companies, depending on your specialty. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. Uh, Text me to arrange a conversation. Uh, My number is 704-270-2376. Again, 704-270-2376. Be happy to discuss your situation. Until we meet again, this is Billy Gwaltney. Thank you, as always, for carving out a few minutes. This is the PodcastFactory.com.